Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Welcome to this week's episode, and we are very much blessed to have a special guest with us this time, Yeah, joining us to discuss 1988's Willow. I'd like you to welcome John Briggs of Food Fight Studios. Woo! <laughs> and, and that is the best opening I think SP Film Gears have had, not, not the guest of introing, but just saying peck, 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 <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant, 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 which is like, is that a real word or, or is it uh, just something that they, uh, they made up in the movie? Um, is it a real insult? Like, are we swearing? Would that be beeped out? <laughs> I, I guess that's what happens. That's like, that's like a, a very safe slur word for, um, you know, little person or something like that, I guess. I've never heard of it in my entire yeah, life. No, it's, it's definitely something that's made up, I think. I think it's a made up, so I think it's fair game to use it. So I think we should bring it back. I mean, you already did just bring it back. I think yeah. we should bring it back. Not for little people, but like just, <laughs> you know, no. it's just for, just for the, hell, the hell of it. Yeah. So thanks, man. Like, I have, what episode are you on now? Um, I think we are 89, I believe. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm right, I'm saying that. Or 88, 89. yeah. I mean, it has taken me this long to get on this show, 89 episodes. I've been like hinting hard, Sophie, at to Paul about jumping on the show. I mean, I bought a t-shirt. I mean, you can see you can't see it because we're we're on the with podcast, but I got a t-shirt. Um, where do you got where do you buy those things again? Teespring or something? Yes, yeah, so it was one of those sites, yeah. T public or something like that. T public, that's, yeah, that's so, definitely that's, it. The one. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I mean. Every every one of your listeners should get that shirt. I mean, you can sleep in it, work out in it, go on a podcast in it. It's like an all-purpose shirt, SP Film Viewer. So highly recommend it. But I had to buy a shirt. I had to um, hint it to you a couple of times. Finally, I was just like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm just going to straight out invite myself to be a guest on this show. You've been nominated for awards, for podcast awards. Paul, you're nominated for an Emmy Award. So it's like, I better get on now before this thing gets so far that <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. never be a guest on it. So yeah. lucky to be number 89. At least I got into the top 100. So yeah, exactly. Thank you, Sophie and Paul, for having me. We're very yeah. glad to have Happy you. On. Also, Paul doesn't get subtle hints. I'll just let you know. <laughs> Unless you're being blatantly obvious, it will fly mm. over his head. <laughs> it's normally the case, yeah. Yeah. So. Next time I'll go right through you, Sophie. I will, uh, I'll, I'll go right through you. Yeah. to see if we can get on the show. So Definitely. I think everybody does that, especially your family and friends. <laughs> they bypass yeah. you, come to me. I'm a fan of the show. So I don't. I know we want to talk about Willow. One of the things I want to chat about, like a little crossover here, because <laughs> we'll get right into Willow after that, or you, you know, it's your show, you tell me what you want to do. But I have a bone to pick with both of you for your Scott Pilgrim episode, which I was, I mean, I respect it, but I was like, like, how could you say Scott Pilgrim could be Tom Holland over um, Mike? Buddy, go check that episode out. You can you can agree 
disagree but a little crossover so scott pilgrim is like one of the best shows of all time i give that a nine if i had to read it if i was on that show if i was asked to be a guest on that show yeah but, but you weren't for some reason why was that paul <laughs> I, d- I didn't know john loved it so much if he did miss it i should have I said it. i think i think at that point it was kind of like those were the earlier days and it's kind of just getting going really and um to be fair so, though you really like scott pilgrim don't you yeah, I like the... Um... Did I ruin it? <laughs> no, no, I think it was definitely the music. The soundtrack's amazing. And played the video game. Did you ever play the video game, John? Of the little Never played 2D platform, um, like a side-scroll, like a Street Fighter type. I didn't know there was a game like that, but I would love to check that out. I might have to it's, do it. You'll learn yeah, something. it's on... Mm. Um, I think they've re-released it on the Switch and like PlayStation Store and Xbox and oh. stuff. So, so yeah, it's, I think it's on like the... Yeah, the digital store. So if you look on there, you probably find it. I love it. The um, and uh, you said the soundtrack's amazing. I agree, but the only song I remember uh, is that Sade song, "I'll Be There" or something like that, which is like a what's this like Sade's best song? But I can't remember any other song on there. Not even like the. Do you remember? We we are Sex Bomb and. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I can remember all the band yes, stuff yes, and all, yes. all the other things. Uh, all the band stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys did it. It was actually really in-depth uh, analysis of it to the point where I mean, it's it's one of my top twenty favorite movies, and I didn't reckon I didn't even put two and two together that there's all these cap there's all these Marvel characters in there. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't put two and two together that that's just a, a it's an A lister or former A lister B listers. Um, mm-hmm. All these actors became became really famous after that stuff. So you guys, that's right. Yeah, very very good episode. I recommend anybody that hasn't listened to that one. Yes, yeah, so like Scott get out there, people, out. never listen. It's on the back yeah. catalog. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially so as we're getting go. to hundreds, we want to, you know, if you if you missed a few, there's a lot to go through. It definitely is, and I've learned so much through this because the whole reason why we do it is because well. I don't really look, watch much film, do I? Mm-hmm. I do now. I, I can't stop watching them, I think. <laughs> it's the opposite. Um, but I think when Paul first met me, I would only like chick flicks. I wouldn't like anything anything scary, anything like that. So I actually mm-hmm. think the first time I watched Lord of the Rings, which is definitely bringing me to Willow, I think I might Strong have vibes. Yeah. fallen asleep. <laughs> It's yeah. quite a long, long film. It's like three it? hours yeah. or something ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Lord of yeah. the Rings is so long. <laughs> and the yep. three of them, yeah. I love Lord of the Rings. Definitely Willow, but we get into that stuff for sure. I'm the, you know, for movie-wise, I'm the opposite. Like, I don't have time to watch many movies now unless they're kids' movies with my kids. So I love yeah. all the, like, you know, Paul and I are in the animation industry. So I'm watching all the, I'm fortunate enough to have kids eight, six, and almost two that I, that I get to watch cartoons and stuff and um and you know i'll be studying taking notes taking pictures out in the movie theater of like boss baby too because i like i love the composition scenes and stuff um that's about all the movies i watch but when i was younger i had like no supervision so i was watching when i was a young kid i was watching like twilight zone when you're like seven like all these adult movies mm-hmm. nasty stuff yeah. gory stuff that um that i was watching willow's one of them and willow's one that stuck with me that to, to the point where I didn't need to rewatch it for this episode. I'm not confident that uh, we can hash it out because it's a badass movie. Well, before, just before we get into that, I know we've gone a little bit uh, long with um, the intro and stuff, but um, just a little brief, um, you know, if you want to just talk briefly about the, the studio, Food Fight Studios gives, you know, a bit of, bit of a rep, big up on 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 what we, what we do, because obviously we I work 
with you and um, some other team members at Food Fight Studios doing animations. Yeah, man. Have you ever brought it up on the show before? Um, occasionally, before? yeah, I think, but not okay. in not in depth. But obviously, you've got actual Food Fighter with us on this time, so. Yeah, gotta bring it up. So, how long have you been? Um, well, how long have we been working together? Like four years, almost five years. Close yeah, I, in fact, I looked today, and it was um, according to LinkedIn, it was uh, it's four years and eight months. Been yeah. part of the team. Yep, I have that, and you. I have your little anniversary on the calendar. I remember when we first started hanging out. So it's mm-hmm. been um, it's been fun, man. Been fun working with you, and yeah, food fight um, in an animation studio. Then you know. We do a bunch of different things, but Paul is our our head character designer. So it's been amazing. He's the go-to guy that we go to when we need something drawn really well, or we need a character design, whether it be a, a cool-looking dragon or get the likely likeliness of a of a certain person that we work with. Which um, you know, our niche is we kind of we we animate any type of audio, right? So it could be a music video, it could be a podcast, mm-hmm. it could be a documentary film. Essentially, people that just um, either want to give their audio some new life or they just have crazy audio that they don't know what the hell to do with it. Like Newton's second law of motion, go animate that, right? When they're trying to trying to explain something like that for a documentary. So that's where Food Fight has started, just, just animating crazy audio. And um, uh, and we've done a really good job with doing that and making the relationships that the relationships just keep asking us to do more stuff because we just mm-hmm. get stuff done, right? So it's like, animate my podcast. Well, I have a book coming out. Can you do a, a, a an animated mini series or a book trailer? Oh, they have, they have a docu-series. Can you do that? Or I have a concert in 26 days. Can you do that? So we've really been the go-to guys in this like influencer, actor, musician world that uh, we've just been been mostly animating, but sometimes doing some, some video editing and uh, stuff as well. But that's it in a nutshell, man. And you are you are the second animator that was jumped out, the third animator total, but the second animator of the team when we, as we became Food Fight. So um, uh-huh. you've been here pretty much since the beginning, which has been uh, been very cool, man. What, what about you? Would you, you like it or would you tell me now to the people? <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. Yes, I like it. I like it very much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love being part yeah. of the team and I'm hoping to keep the, uh, the ball rolling with it for years to come. 100%, man. Ball is rolling, so... Uh, all good stuff. So appreciate that, and sorry for the the long long intro. Oh, absolutely no, 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 no Talking too much. No, so that's, that's okay. never. And no, um, he has to put it with me, so he knows what <laughs> talking too much is like. Uh, right. Okay. So on to Willow. <laughs> Willow. 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 So directed by Ron Howard, and written by George Lucas. So you kind of get that kind of Star Wars vibe anyway, a little bit, especially as Warwick Davis played one, like the Ewoks, I think. Well, I know, actually, I know he did. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, in the in the early days when the Return of the Jedi stuff. Have you seen many of the Ron Howard films, John? Yeah, I mean, he's done so many. I don't know all the ones that he's done and stuff like that. But yeah, no, he's super famous over this way. I know that I've done, I mean, name some that he's done, I'll tell you if I've seen it. Mm. Um, I think didn't he do like an Apollo... 13 or yeah, I didn't yeah. see that one. I, think. <laughs> I can't actually think of any top of the head, but I know he's like super prolific in terms of he's, he's a well-known filmmaker and he's done quite a lot of good body of work. But I just yep. sad to shame yep. to say I can't and, think of any at the top of my head. And you know yeah. you're not going to get anything out of me. <laughs> I know, just got to make something up. No one would know the difference at this point. <laughs> the, um, yeah, he was a child actor, right? So he was, he was in Lassie, I think. I think he was in like the 60s. Did you know that? Oh, last, last of the dog. 
Yeah, and he's yeah. the kid. Ron Howard's the kid in that show. Oh right, I didn't. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing that. So I know. Of, I know of Lassie, but have you not seen it? Not. I've not seen it either. It's an actual yeah. film. We have neither seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's well, I mean? It was the show, right? So when I grew up, there was only like six stations. I think there was like nine stations actually. You go, right? And uh, so they didn't. There was not a lot of new shows on or anything like that. So you just watch all the old black and white shows that the same ones that were on when your parents were around. So Lassie yeah. was one of those things, and um, it was a show that I watched and. So when I, you know, I didn't just go, you don't just come on, you don't get asked or be, you know, led on SP film viewers because I wasn't <laughs> asked, but you you don't get led on SP film viewers without doing some homework. So I wanted to make sure I came in and like, and, and, and did my research with Willow. So I, I looked at, I found a Ron Howard interview. I thought like, awesome. He's this prolific director. He's going to give us uh, this interview on Willow specifically. It's going to be insightful that I'll be able to like drop audience bombs to, uh, or drop some bombs to your audience. Yeah. And he talks about, how the little people in the village were party so hard that when they would, this is what this is from his, his ear, uh, his mouth to our ears yeah. that um, when during the day on lunch breaks, the houses that the prop houses would be shaking because they would be having orgies in there. These, you know, so I'm not, he, he didn't say it was Warwick Davis or this person, but if you go on imdb.com, that's what they have is the official Ron Howard interview. Oh, right. wow. And I thought I was going to be able to give some insightful stuff. <laughs> Check it out. Promise you that. So anyways, there you go. There's the wow. bomb. There's the bomb for your audience. That's amazing. You wouldn't have mm-hmm. thought, thought that, would you, at all, looking at this no, film? <laughs> really not. Fairly tame. It's like a 12-rated one or whatever, the um, the equivalent of the United States uh, thing. Is, yeah, that, so PG-13? P- is that PG-13? Yep. Yeah, and yeah, this right. is one of this this is one of the nuggets that I did find because I don't know, you know, the, the movie opens up. I tried to watch this one um during lockdown. I tried to let my you know, we got Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So I was yep. like, oh yeah. Willow, these nostalgic movies. Let's try to watch it with my kids. The opening scene, they were like, I ain't watching this stuff. They were freaked out. So I shut it off. But the opening scene I read is different in England in order to get your 12 rating. Ours is PG 13. Okay. But do you have a do you have um, the scene when the, the opening scene when the, those crazy looking dogs basically attack and kill the woman, the old lady? Yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. um, that's about the time when she kind of like sends um, the baby down river like Moses, right. basically, and then the dogs exactly. come out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That happened. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was I, like I know because you mentioned it beforehand. It's like these your kids wouldn't watch because of the dogs that these these like pig rats almost they kind of looked like a, a cross yeah. between. Thing. They were, they were, I can imagine they'd be pretty terrifying for a kid. I didn't see this when I was a kid myself, but for a young child, I would imagine that'd be like pretty scary seeing something that I would have been absolutely petrified as a young child seeing those. I, I know for a fact. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get past that scene. And, and I think from what I read that when it, when it was opened in England, they took that scene out so it could hit your 12 rating. Oh. Um, so there's a few scenes that are taken out in the original ones that if you're watching on Disney Plus now, I think you're seeing the version that I saw. That was frightening. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, I think there's four or five things with this movie that uh, I always reference back to it. So someone says, like, oh, there's a scary dog over there stuff. I was like, well, is it, was it how scary? Like, does it look like the dog in Willow? Because if it didn't, they're not that scary, right? So, like, that's the scariest <laughs> looking dog ever is one thing. Uh, the part, I guess, do you go in order when you do these things? Are, you, when, are we going to go, like, 
progress through the movie like that or are we just gonna you know shoot we, the we shit try yeah yeah we, we, we never agree with it though we can we can, <laughs> we can jump right. around as, as it needs to be so it's, it's fine it's kind of loose so we'll, I'll, I'll stop it I'll, I'll stop it there because when we meet mad martigan there's another thing that i always think about you know mm-hmm. willow yeah. related and things like that but yeah, yeah but you mentioned that moses vibes so sophie mentioned it had lord of the rings vibe right the um i feel like this whole movie it was like the easiest thing in the right to write because it's like the story is starts off with Moses, right? You, they yeah. put the baby exactly how you is in the Bible, right? Because yeah. yeah. the you know because um, the king is gonna kill or this time this in this case it's a queen, uh, Babmorda is that her name? Um, queen Babmorda, queen, yeah, Babmorda, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. So that's Moses right then and there. <laughs> um, then it, um, you know, they, they he finds the baby. There's a there's this big quest. I mean, it's Lord of the Rings times two right there where they're saying, like, who's going to go on the quest with this? Yes. The whole movie is written for, like, George Lucas got lazy. <laughs> yes. right? It really does yeah. look like Lord of the Rings. Even yeah. certain shots, are, like, so, for example, when they're hiding, um, so, obviously, yeah. we're skipping a bit. Obviously, mm. Willow has actually got the baby um, and they're going on to the mission. And it's like, even the guards, the people that are bad going after them, they remind me of people in Lord of the Rings yeah, on yeah, the horses. The shadow riders, yeah, and all that. Yeah. And then they're hiding down that bank. Yeah. And it's like that is literally so in my head, I know Lord of the Rings first. So I think it was the same as well, actually, in watching it. So obviously Peter Jackson was obviously clearly <laughs> heavily inspired because it's yes. coming out in 1988. So he's probably seen this thinking, oh, that looks a great shot of them walking over the hills <laughs> in, yeah. in the distance yeah. and stuff and over the mountains and stuff. And um, it feels like yeah. it's like like for like shots. And so no wonder oh. he was able to do three hours of it because he was just copying Willow, really. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's the whole world. The whole world's just copying off each other at this point. Yeah, and the fact that obviously the, the little where Willow lives and it's kind of like what the hobbits live like Hobbiton, mm-hmm. that kind of thing as well. So it's um, yeah, it's quite it's quite scary when you're thinking, oh, this is like so strange that this was before what most people will have seen Lord of the Rings. Not many many people might not have seen Willow. To be fair, kind of like gone mm-hmm. under the radar. But I guess it's a bit of a cult film, isn't it? Really, I guess. Not for me in my childhood, my generation, like Willow is like very well known. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, now it's just starting to get a new life by being on Disney Plus. But yeah, mm-hmm. gen- no, nobody after me knows what the hell. What, 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 what are you talking about? It's one <laughs> of those movies, though, that you could come back and watch. It doesn't. It doesn't need to have crazy special effects like the old Sinbad movies. You can't watch that anymore because of the special effects now. Like I, this I movie, get what you, mean, you could yeah. watch it again. Because like when we, we've seen like was it Clash of the Titans and the stop oh, motion, yeah. you were a bit like it was a bit ropey with the. It just looked too obvious that yeah. it was kind of. Hat. stop motion yeah yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. with willow i feel like it was still gruesome and a bit scary and the actual kind of the way that they did certain things like there was one part with the trolls really really jumping now to like the end mm-hmm. stage where he kind of like combusted and that was really graphic and i was like oh my goodness this, yeah I- that was another thing that's quite surprising i had not seen it in a good while and I'd forgotten about this thing where that it, that that troll kind of looks like a monkey in a suit, basically. <laughs> uh, um, like the one from 2001 or something. But uh, he kind of like, just was like dies, disintegrates or whatever. And he kind of like peels his skin off and he reveals this like, the, like the flesh brain. underneath. Yeah, it's... And then he falls into the, the water below. And then that's where he transforms into that two-headed like Hydra monster thing. I presume that's, is that what you were referring to earlier, John, about that, what you remember, I imagine. 
Yeah, I remember that thing. I mean, that, that just that, that that thing looks just just that thing is so ugly looking that it's hard to look at even as like an adult because it just looks yeah. weird, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, yeah, it looks scary as hell. But yeah, look, that movie is amazing. Like, so the movie, I mean, the movie starts out with like you know little people or dwarves or whatever, um, you know, whistling and doing fiddles and having a festival exactly like you know the Shire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just no fireworks. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's it's the first time that we ever that the, the mo- I think the most Americans knew that they saw Warwick Davis, where he he became famous in that movie, right? And that's what you think it. But then you know years later, when Harry Potter comes out, and it's like, oh, that dude's in you know the one of the bankers or something. Yeah. And then yeah. it'll be trivia that that he was the the leprechaun. In that scary movie, we, uh, we yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? we've seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You, you said he was an Ewok, so but this is the first time that we ever saw Warwick Davis in America, and he's like, is he like super famous in England? Yeah, yes, he's got his own game show, and I'm sure he's been in the pantomime as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't Things know if like that. John yeah. knows. I'm guessing do they have the pantomime? Is looking at me completely no, blank. No, no the, the mm. like um, <laughs> as best to describe it, I think like a like a little theatre production thing. It's more for definitely more for kids. You know, like a, a retelling of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I guess. Yeah. You know, or something yeah, like that. Or Sleeping and Beauty then, or, or Aladdin or something like that. There's normally the phrase of he's behind you. So like if a villain's coming, um, it's, it's very campy. Basically, it yeah, feels like it, an old kind of school kind of show, doesn't it? Where the audience interacts. I quite guess a, a bit, bit like. Uh, maybe a Punch and Judy show. Do you know? Do I refer to? Do you know what that is? Mm. A puppet show? No. <laughs> yeah. I'd no. love to take John to a pantomime because I don't know how he would react to it. <laughs> You'd either love it or hate it. it I think. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Nothing in between. <laughs> yeah, I used to go to the pantomime every Christmas, so it was like a Christmas kind of um, show you'd go to. And Warwick Davis, I'm pretty sure I've probably seen him. At the pantomime. Yeah, I even um what's he called now? Who plays Tyrion Lannister in uh, Game of Thrones? He was he was also in the, the pantomime over here as well, was he? I think. I think he was. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it is a big thing, is um mm. pantomime over in the UK. Yeah. It is <laughs> maybe it's more <laughs> maybe you'll have to Google it and see what you can find and let us know I what will. you think. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I will the pantomime. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but no, he's quite He's quite well known over here, Warwick Davis is. Yes. Well, you always tell me off because if anybody is on a TV show and they are dwarfs or smaller people, I always go, is that Warwick Davis? And Paul's like, you know, there are other people out there, not just Warwick Davis, but he is right. the main one in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want to say it because he was on TV and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Warwick Davis. And I'm thinking, I don't want to say it because I always say it. But he was so I didn't for- say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said, I think. You must have said it. Oh, I, I. You prompt. looked at me because you could see like this puzzled, confused. Yeah. Like, should I ask this question? <laughs> um, but such a young Warwick Davis, yeah, yeah. really. At that point, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was his first big role. I think that he was at least leading um, in in mm. in America for sure. But um, look, that movie is so badass. The characters are amazing. I think all the characters like have. Uh, some some of the characters like the pantomime, you either love them or you hate them, right? So um, <laughs> yeah. But you, even the ones that uh, that you hate are really good, like the the big bully dwarf and stuff like that. Like then he's so annoying and things like that. But like he's just a really good character. Like the 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 brownies, the little brownie dudes are great characters. 
Yeah. You know, so yeah, they all they, have really cool names. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they're quite creative as to how they came up with those kind of sort of like the peck thing is like a, a nice simple insult i guess not like to be discriminative or anything yeah um but i think you know with the like the, the brownies that it's, i don't know if it's how it looked back in the day like maybe seen on like a, a vhs tape or a dvd copy but to be honest the the way that they're kind of inter interlaid if that's the right word um the the mm-hmm. the um the footage over the top so that obviously it looked like they were with them in the within the scene obviously because mm. they were sh- shrunk down to a, sc- a scale um mm-hmm. and everything so that, i think that worked that worked pretty well i didn't see any really like oh look that looks really bad or anything like that worked. some sometimes you see these films and look that's obviously against a green screen or something like that so they did a pretty good cleanup i think on the transfer of watching this on disney plus anyway so yep it's an early lucas film yeah. What is your favorite character out of uh, in, in Willow, other than Willow, or you could say Willow? But what's your second favorite? If you say Willow. Mm. I've got mine. Go on, yeah, it's here. Um, <laughs> you're gonna tell me off, probably. Mm. Um, am I gonna say his name wrong? Probably. Is it Mad Madigan? I actually feel like I love to hate him, and as well when he takes his top off. Well, you can't really complain about that, can you? <laughs> I'm just saying. So, I, I, I wouldn't complain. But I it, would uh, not uh, complain. <laughs> he's yeah, mad, those, mad Mardigan. Yeah, I think he's one of those characters where he has the most character development, and that's something I always love. So he grows quite a lot in this film. Initially, mm-hmm. he's in a cage, and you think he's a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, he really, really has a heart of gold. And he, he's that progression throughout the film is just something that I enjoy seeing because it's how people should, you know, you start off rough and ropey and you make better of yourself and that's what Mad Madigan does. Yes, it's very boring if the character doesn't change how he acts throughout the film. He's kind of just the same. And he's a bit of a lovable kind of character, yeah. 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 Even though you kind of want to hit him sometimes, it's you can't stay mad at him for long, can you? No, I think that's just really how he's, he's supposed to be portrayed, really. Kind of this, like, oh, I hate you kind of thing, but I, I love you at the same time because he's just being like very suave and yeah, yeah, witty with how yeah. he's saying things and stuff. But yeah, I like that scene where um, he's obviously <laughs> having a fling with somebody's wife and then he comes like dresses up and got the, the what the melons, whatever he's got under <laughs> there, and he's a woman. He's like, oh, oh no, I must leave now. Kind of thing. And I love yeah. how the the um yeah. the guy in the bar is like, oh, do you, do you want to breed? And I was like thinking, well, your wife's just there, man. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Your cousin. <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, yep. So yeah. it's the guy. So he so he was cheating on. So the wife was cheating with him, but then the guy comes and catches them, and uh, he pretends yeah. to be a female, and then the guy tries to hit on on. Yeah. On Matt Vargan, who he thinks is a woman, and that yeah. stuff. So it's um, so you can't be too, you can't too. So I mean, just even that makes him, that almost takes away like. So he does a bad thing there, right? But it almost takes that away when you see that bad guy come in. So I think they were brilliant in the way that they wrote that character and things like that because you're no longer mad that he's like, you know, hooking up with somebody's uh somebody's wife because mm-hmm. that guy is now now trying to you know, and cheat on him her in front of him too. So that that first scene is another one of those scenes that I always refer back to with Willow. If I'm ever like so thirsty or I see someone's like lips dry or something like that, like it just, I instantly get a flashback to that scene in the cage where he's like 
has needs water and then uh willow spills it on him and he's like sucking his fingers and stuff like that right so it's like if i'm ever thirsty it's like well are you as thirsty as as matt martigan was in, in willow in that cage so, <laughs> that's, that's my number two of, uh, of things that always pop in my head with willow yeah, that's fun. I love that idea yeah, of yeah. thinking, am I that thirsty? Right. <laughs> I'd hope right. you never get that thirsty. <laughs> I know, me either. Me either. Or in, or in a cage left to death for to die. I hope whenever that happens either. Yeah, that's that is probably the worst way to go, isn't it? Because you have to I'd overthink about it. Like, how am I gonna die? That would be literally it. It would like be torture. I think I'd prefer it to be quick and it'd be over and done with, probably. Yeah, that'd then be the best way. Down. Yeah, that, that's just really cruel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. but it's good because he, he ends up living so in the end he's the greatest swordsman and what what is this the greatest swordsman what is that what it, ever that ever lived the greatest swordsman yeah, ever yeah, lived, he I think. claims that but he it's kind of like leads you to believe well he's just saying that because obviously he's, he's one of these cocky sure of himself guys oh yeah as you would think from first glance you're thinking yeah he's just saying that just because he wants to get out of the cage and just showing well, off to be but, fair i wouldn't have trusted him I, if i was willow i wouldn't wanted to well, rightly so. It's like, oh, give me the baby. And like, no. <laughs> but then he shortly loses it anyway after after a short while anyway. But the, the little brownies take him away, the, the baby away, which is, uh, what's she called? Ella? Elora. Elora, yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, that is a cute baby. Yeah, cute def- baby. Yeah, definitely, yeah. They've done so well with how to capture her expressions. Yeah. It's fantastic. Her face lights up when she sees willow so they must be shaking something or for her to kind of even have that expression it's just it's fantastic and even her concerned looks work well right yeah, some her concerned looks were great <laughs> yeah the concerned looks look great i wish i um i wonder what she do now like i wonder what uh you know what they look like now yeah the the baby from from Willow, what does Alora look like? She had to become an actress, or because she had some, she was doing pretty well back then. You would think that she was born born to be a, an actress. Definitely. No. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I digressed obviously d- deeply into Mad Mad Madigan, um, and you guys didn't get to say who your favorite character was. So John will. Oh start no, with I love it. You first. <laughs> no, I love it. I love that you digressed that. He's definitely my favorite character too. Just probably why I stuck on it too. I think. Um, I think that whole play again. That whole thing is filled with awesome characters, um, with the exception of like even Willow kind of talks annoying sometimes. Like it's like, oh man, he says like, baby, like I'm not can't even do the accent, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, it, 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 he's he's just kind of annoying in that movie sometimes. Um, I, I can and, get and that. And Migosh, yeah. Migosh is like too nice, right? I mean, he's a nice. He's like the well, um, what's the character in Lord of the Rings that he would be. Sam, or, right, Sam. Yeah. He's like yeah. Samwise Genji is Migosh, right? It's the same <laughs> damn character, and they're both, they're both kind of in, like too nice and annoying too. So, um, the wizard was badass. You can't, you know, um, and then I always liked that bad guy with the half skull, just because he looks so badass. He reminds but, yeah, me of something of Game of Thrones. That's where that That's, takes me. Yeah, there's yeah, like I said, there's other things like in that refer to Game of Thrones well, like, like inside the castle and on like that throne room where the queen sits. It's a bit like, reminds me of obviously with the, the, the Iron Throne in that room. Yeah. It's, it's the vibes of that as well. So maybe there's inspiration for that from down yep. years down the line. But um, yep. for, for me, I think, but Mad Madigan is a great character. He's very charismatic and everything. Yes. But I do quite like the, um, like the elder wizard in the, um, where, 
you know, Willow lives with all the others <laughs> and everything. This is this way you kind of like it's really like the, with the thing with these the bones. Like, the bones. The bones don't tell me anything, but it's like, oh well, no, Willow is the one to do the question <laughs> and stuff. Kind of like just playing it off, or like the birds. Like, oh, just ignore the birds. Forget that. Yeah. Just, just go that way instead. It's like just a, a charlatan, basically. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. the way they do that is so funny because it's comical. So it's kind of like Monty Python type stuff without that much humor, but it is yeah. almost more funny because he is like the the the, the townspeople believe him in that stuff and he's like off to the side like the bones don't tell me anything right yes so it's like the bones have said have spoken so yeah he is a good he is a good character as well mm-hmm. definitely he's no gandalf though is he no 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 <laughs> sorry it's true. It's true. It's no at least gandalf knew what he was doing well oh, he made us think he did anyway <laughs> Yep. Yeah, he stuck around yep. long as well. So that's when that's like one of the few parts that uh that George Lucas didn't didn't gank off of uh off of something, I guess. But I bet you if we if we look hard enough, we'll, we'll be able to figure out a character that was uh like that wizard guy. Yeah. With the, with the Lucas stuff, there was I noticed because I've seen the start of the year, the original trilogy of the Star Wars films, a lot of like the the, the like the wipe effects and stuff that you know like transitions into scenes mm. that kind of look very mm. very similar to what was in, in star wars yeah i thought it was in that, that little thing that kind of noticed like yeah that's that's very much lucas and, and and i was wrong too so um he was in the andy griffith show which is pretty much like lassie i think right but you get it mixed up he was like the boy in andy griffith show which was an american show not lassie I guess oh, okay right I was trying to fig- figure out what other movies, um, you know, he's in Happy Days as an actor. I was trying to figure out what other movies he's been um, that he directed before we uh, before we ended. He couldn't co- he couldn't call it SP film viewers if you didn't know Ron Howard movies, I guess, other than Willow. So I was trying to help, trying to figure out okay. other movies from Ron Howard. Yeah, by no luck yet though. Yeah. Right. yeah, but. I do think the way that this film kind of, for me, it was it was two hours, wasn't it? I think two hours and yeah, a bit, yeah, just just over two hours, yeah. Now I always, I don't know if you know, John, I really like a nice tidy film. Maybe an hour and a half is really good for me normally. I think I've got an attention span of a goldfish, otherwise, <laughs> and I might need an interval break or something like that. But this one didn't seem that bad actually, um, for the length of the film. Lord of the Rings, I don't know why it needs to be that that long. Sometimes I do wonder that, but... And there's three of them, like, that long, which, they, don't get me wrong, I love the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. It's brilliant now that I've re-watched it. I'm not going to lie, though, they merge in together. Mm-hmm. For me, like, I could probably think Bilbo Baggins and then uh, what's it, Frodo should yeah. be the same <laughs> version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Willow, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like it was definitely inspired and it's such a smaller film and also the age of the film is definitely creditable to how the graphics the way that they have certain aspects and elements that feel real still mm-hmm. and it gives you that kind of fantasy early fantasy field of the film yeah it's almost got because of a lot of it seems to be shot in um like daytime as well it's not like really dark and moody or anything like lord of the rings it's it kind of is like, like almost like like Sunday afternoon kind of like watch kind of things like you know something you see on TV and just like for uh, enjoy mm-hmm. and just relax with really because it's not like a a PG rated film so it's a bit higher than that but it really comes across as like a 
like fairly jovial in terms of like anyone can enjoy this really but it's, it's a little bit dark but not too dark for everyone to enjoy so I yeah know. it's on disney plus so it can't be too mm. dark i guess although they have some stuff on there that should, you know yeah. um should be on there probably but yeah it's, <laughs> but it it's uh me. willow with yep willow is is exactly i think it's exactly that i think it's like it's on the borderline where you would want to watch with your kid it, it is on the borderline of pg-13 basically right so yeah. um whereas a lot of pg-13 like even you know marvel movies are pg-13 right but for the most part you're okay with your kid watching you know thor or something like that if you mm-hmm. have to it it does seem strange for me though to think that marvel is now disney i don't know i feel like that should be a different entity and, and star wars and, it yeah, seems it's bizarre so you know, like walking into the Disney shop now and then there's like... <laughs> yeah, Captain America and Iron Man on That's the true. wall, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. normally I'm used yeah. to seeing Mickey Mouse and <laughs> Tigger. Now you've seen Iron Man yeah. as Mickey Mouse or Goofy is... Right behind me. Yeah, Donald Duck is... Yeah. Uh... Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true, but they had nowhere else to go. There's only so much they could go with those characters. They just started acquiring, absorbing, and like they are going to make so much money. So from a business standpoint brilliant brilliant but yeah there should be you know marvel world instead of i guess it is kind of universal right but um mm-hmm. marvel world instead of just disney world because they're, mm-hmm. they're definitely like peter pan is like different from friggin hulk right <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, there's a crossover so, that would be pretty funny <laughs> peter pan never like hulk goes to neverland yeah, yeah. um that, you know what's cool though is they can do crossovers now i mean they they infinitely creative they could be now Mm-hmm. doing crazy crossovers it's probably not peter ban and hulk they're probably i would not pass that job interview if that's what the suggestion i gave them but it just popped off the top of my head yeah but i'm sure there's so many crossover stuff that they could they could do now um mm-hmm. i mean the willow right they could do they have they own that luke willow is their property now because of lucas film mm-hmm. right yeah yeah so they bought i assume that that, that they own they own willow so i'd love yeah, to I see a willow too i don't know what we were about you two Sorry, what again? do you think Willow 2 would be about? Oh, Willow 2. What do you think um, Willow 2 would be about? Yeah, I guess like uh, almost like Laura grown up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Great. Because, you know, I was kind of, I, I was going to right to the end now, it kind of like very much wraps up without much explanation. It's not like, uh, right, now they're Mad Madigan and oh, I forget her name now. The, the woman, he was kind of like, oh, I hate you, but now I love you kind of thing. Sorsha. Yeah, that's the one. I did love that. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. That that kind of relationship. It reminds me of when you're at school. You know, like the boys always try and be mean to you, and you're like, why are they so mean to me? But actually, it's because they really like you, so they're being yeah. horrible. And that's kind of this naive, <laughs> kind of innocent relationship blossoming, but they're fully grown adults. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same so, vibe. Yeah. So then, yeah, because it's kind of like that. Guessing they're taking care of. Uh, Elora now mm. so it's not really that's doesn't I mean it doesn't really explained as such kind of like it's not like a right I will take care of her now we'll look after her and make sure that she be, grows up to be you know, the new queen or whatever um, and then it's like then uh, Willow just goes back to his house and then in the village and then that's it kind of thing but so I'd like to see that more developed in it's like you know Willow goes to see Elora when she's more like a you know, young queen that would be really? lovely. That would be, yeah. yeah I don't just... know what the threat would be this time. Maybe, I don't know, some other like rival thing wants to take the throne instead. He's more entitled mm. brute or something comes along and thing. I don't know what that would really progress, but 
Um, and Willow saves the day again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, because obviously he's in good stead with between them. So for you know, thank you for getting me, if, make, keeping me alive all this time. Something like that. That'd be good. Yeah, I would love to see Willow too. I have no idea. I mean, they could. I don't know. Have you seen what Val Kilmer looks like these days? Have you seen? There's like a new documentary. Yeah, documentary. That, uh, I want. Yeah. I, I want to watch it. I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but like about him basically surviving from throat cancer you know mm. but um so he's not looking good although they could put that into the storyline pretty cool like you know maybe got in a sword fight or something and you know lost a, got took one to the to the jugular or something that could be kind of cool if you wanted to yeah. play that up a little bit <laughs> that could be willow too we're starting already right if they're going to copy we might as well start copying right so let's like yeah. mash some let's mash some stuff up we'll just take the bible we'll take uh lord of the rings <laughs> We'll take Val Kilmer's documentary and we'll just mash it up and make Willow too mm-hmm. do it. I think it'd be really good. I actually thought, because obviously when going into these films, mm-hmm. I only read a little bit at the back and I don't really know anything that I'm going into. And I think I saw the front kind of Disney Plus kind of sh- screen. Yeah. And I thought it was Alora grown up was the one that Mad Madigan um, was, I love you, I hate you mm-hmm. relationships. I thought I was going to get to see that. Just mm. from the image, because obviously she's still got that red hair. Yeah, you thought the baby was going to grow up. Grow up so yeah. I was waiting in this film thinking, when is she going to grow up? <laughs> she, <laughs> she doesn't. Yeah. And there's, we're going all over the place, but in a good way, because I think it's crazy. The um, Yes, yes to that 100%. It's, it, I wonder if there's any link to that. Um, but also Lord of the Rings ripoff. That fairy, that elf fairy that kind of uh, pops in. Yeah, yeah. Is the same elf fairy that pops in and is like, she's chosen you, Willow. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. 100%. Right? This whole thing is a ripoff. <laughs> and nobody got, they got away with it. You know, it was before the litigious days or something, but like, they got away with this. But it makes me feel like Willow... I feel like Lord of the Rings is um, kind of taken, obviously, for Willow. But in my perspective, it's the other way around. Because obviously, I haven't seen Willow and I've seen Lord of the Rings. So I feel like Willow's copied Lord of the Rings in my yeah, yeah, head, even though, even though, <laughs> even it's, though not, it's not true. The case. What? Yeah. Yes and no, though, because, I mean, Lord of the Rings was written way before then. So technically, yes, it was by Tolkien. Yeah. So you know, and and um and look, they all copy of each other. Game of Thrones is kind of like um a Lord of the Rings slash War of the Roses mashup, yeah. right? So, yeah. man, but I'll tell you one thing. If we started doing something like that, like Disney would be like suing the hell out of us for uh, <laughs> for doing something doing something like that. But I think, I bet you Willow was completely copied off of Willow. I'm telling you, you can't take all those par- parallels away from like Moses, the, the fairy that we just talked about, Migosh, Samwise Ganji. Mm-hmm. There's just too many that uh, that fit the bill. That stuff, even the swordsman, the opening scene in in um, Lord of the Rings, looks a little, little bit like Mad Mardigan. I mean, I remember seeing him and being like, "Oh man, it's kind of like Mad Mardigan right there, right?" So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I guess just whatever you saw one is the one that got copied first. Is the, yeah, is, is, is the reference. The only thing that probably isn't the, the same with Lord of the Rings is that um, what's that Rizel, which is you know, obviously you yep. see Rizel like a possum or whatever it is, oh, yeah, really yeah, muskrat. Is is a muskrat an actual is an animal? I've not even really heard. Yeah. Is that as a term of? Yeah. Is that what it looks like? Is that like an is that more of an American animal? I I've certainly never I mean, seen muskrats here. Yeah. 
I can't imagine we do. Do they need warm weather? Because they won't be here otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's native to the it's native to America, North America, and it's introduced into Europe. So you got some like you know, just like the coronavirus, got like a mu virus or something like the mu <laughs> variant. You got some weird variant of muskrat over in in Europe at this point that you gotta stay away from. But but yeah, we got muskrats here. Yeah, but it's kind of funny with that whole, um, you know, Willow's trying to cast a spell to bring him in, uh, you know, back to a human form and everything. And obviously, he's kind of like, you need to concentrate, and everyone's like distracting him all the time. So he's kind of like, oh, she turns into a crow or a raven or whatever, and then it's a yeah, goat. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh. I mean, a raven. We just got another Game of Thrones reference. There, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, definitely. A raven. So it's, you know, and, and that was written. That was written out. Well, they're all copying each other, basically, is what it is. But the um, <laughs> that was another one that you know stuck with me, and not in a good way. Was you know, there's like you know, an 80 year old naked person in the uh, you know, as you're watching this movie, that's like, what the heck? Like when you're a little kid, you're not thinking like you're ever gonna see an 80 year old naked person in a movie. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Like that, right? And that stuck yeah. with me in that space, but. Um, yeah, but that's another one. Willow just there's a lot of things that stick with you. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's one of them. One is of, the, one of is the was the the people transform into those like pigs? Oh, I didn't like that. I, I remember you know, not kind liking of like that. Humanoid pigs, and then they obviously they just cut to them all being actual pigs. But that whole transformation, you're a bit like um, American Werewolf in London almost, where it's like getting the teeth and mm. becoming all gruesome. That's that. that's pretty that's pretty gr- grim. Yeah. Uh, kind of like Pinocchio. Yes, yeah. right. Pinocchio turned the donkey. Um, so I, I, I purposely didn't watch this movie. What's good? Look, if you hear the way I talk about Willow and remembering like Egosh and Sorsha, I am like that's the opposite of me. I don't remember anything about movies. I don't remember characters' names, plot lines, quotes. You can tell me a quote in any movie, I can't figure it out. But Willow is just one of those ones that's always stuck with me, which for some weird reason, um, probably because it was written so well, and then and maybe it was a maybe it was a, a part of my time when I watched it, but. Willow is one of maybe a handful of movies that I can I can um, I don't need to rewatch it to uh, to be able to know, but I don't remember the the, the pig dudes, so maybe okay. I need to. <laughs> it was at, definitely at the end, wasn't it? And it was more wasn't there for long, to be fair. No, no. Um, it's when they were kind of approaching the queen at the gates, which is, again but, looked like um, the gates at Hell, no Helm's Deep. That's right. Mordor, Mordor, Mordor exactly. Mordor. Another one. Right when they're all like hiding and stuff like that before they get. I mean, that's the that's a that's like season three of Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> yeah. When they're all they're all hiding down there and stuff with the, the ships. I mean, there's a there's a lot to be said, but it also maybe that's just those those types of stories are just so badass that uh, that they work and uh, different mm-hmm. variations of them are working. You know, there's a million like Freaky Friday movies out there, right? Like oh, there's yeah. a million versions of like Parent Trap or like the mom becomes. The daughter, and yeah. they're all called different things. Mm-hmm. So I guess we just gotta accept Willow, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Moses. Exactly. yeah. We're all com- I love how we mentioned plot, Parent Trap and Freaky Friday. Like I used to love Parent Trap. Um, with Lindsay, is it Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. And um, when I was younger, that was my favorite movie. I wanted to be a twin actually with my sister, even though she's two years older than me. Well, people um, do refer to oh. you as twins. They do actually. They do think we're twins, and I never know if it's an insult to me. <laughs> meaning I look two years older or Sarah's just very youthful and looks two years younger. Or we're both the same age, but which age? <laughs> Not identical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
sometimes it's best not to know but as you get yeah um sometimes it's best not to know but it doesn't matter i guess right I, i've had this baby face uh forever so i've always looked much younger than so i would always love to be looking too much too old two years older and i started getting like gray hair and stuff and i just looked like i had like a genetic defect um <laughs> so that's, i uh, still that's get id'd um, to be fair in the stores at the moment so you're really lucky paul even hmm. though i don't think now with your new haircut I haven't tried to buy alcohol with this new dude. So, <laughs> yep. well, we were t- I was talking this with Paul. What first of all, what do you, what's the drinking age over there in, in England? Uh, 18. But you okay. still get, if still you still get ID to be, you have to look 21 or 20. That's 20, in Asda. So I think that's because yeah. it's probably 20, linked to Walmart, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Walmart, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So it's 21 here. It's, um, so it's 21 to here and you get ID till 35. So I just stopped getting carded. Um, now, but uh, but Paul and I had a similar experiences uh, this year when I brought my boys for a first day of school, uh, brought them to get a haircut at the barbershop. And um, one thing with this whole lockdown, I used to drive to Miami and get my haircut uh, an hour and a half away just to get my haircut, spend the whole day there. Because like, once you find a good barber or an accountant and a doctor, you just never leave it, right? So, but when that all shut down, I just stopped caring and I just, uh, uh, Crystal, my wife started shaving my head or, or um, not shaving, cutting my hair and it looked fine so this was my first time back at this regular barbershop I was just like yeah whatever I'll just go in there with you and um the guy's like how short do you want at the top I was like yeah definitely shorter than this you know don't shave it or anything but the way I mumble he probably just heard I start shaving so he just starts shaving my head I'm in, <laughs> no. I'm in the awkward stage now it's growing back a little bit but um but yeah I had a shaved head and you know as a, a 40 year old dude with uh <laughs> the shaved head so paul i can empathize man i think we had uh, similar experiences <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with our last haircut we could go we don't, we're um we're getting into character for willow too man mm-hmm. we're yes. getting into character for willow too so shave the head you know we'll um i'll bring back the mustache and mm-hmm. uh you know I'm, I'm still on the upswing growing you know gaining some weight so i'll look like i'll be the i can be the bully that big fat bully uh <laughs> guy yeah. Um, you could be me, gosh, because you're the nicest dude I've ever, I've ever met in person. Um, Sophie, who would you be? Who would you be of, of, Ooh, of, of Willow be? 2? Hmm. I've got two who in my you head. Think you would... you'd be, she, she'd be the yeah. grown-up Elora, maybe. Oh, I like that. I didn't think of that. There you go. I was thinking I would yeah. be the mum, um, the one that's kind of like, kind of fighting people off at the same time. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm loving Willow. I'm lo- loving this chat. Mm-hmm. I do want to say, um, oh, wait, bear with me. Oh, there we go. Willow's wife. Now, does she look a lot older than Willow in this? Because um, I think yes. she does. Mm-hmm. And it does yeah. show quite a bit. So obviously you've got really, really, really young Warwick Davis. And how adorable are his two little children? Super they're so cute. cute. I think the world of them, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. adorable. But then when they've got the big baby, Laura, yeah. it's like, of all people, why would you bless her? Why would you pick Willow? He's got such a job on, hasn't he? He has to carry her and she's going to be a ton because it's not like a normal baby he would carry. No. And the fact that he has to rely on other people like Mad Madigan, who's obviously sometimes can be unreliable mm-hmm. because he's thinking elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, how do you actually expect Willow to look after you when he's actually unable to fight for himself? Like if somebody a lot taller and bigger comes towards him, 
he's not really mm-hmm. gonna fight the battle but i think it's because his heart is in the right place lord of the rings same thing why yeah. did uh why did uh bilbo get it and, and then um frodo get it same type of deal right okay. so and i think when you're in those crazy worlds like your lord of the rings worlds and then your your willow worlds it's more important to have a char- good character and a good heart than it is to uh necessarily be the greatest swordsman in the in the, the history of the world i guess so she knew she knew that he would do whatever he could to get there and you know that's uh, uh probably says more than than anybody else that uh could have but probably wouldn't have no because like you say if it was just a straight cut I'm the greatest person ever, like you say, a swordsman, and I'm going to take care of the baby and like take it to where it needs to go. That'd be pretty boring if it's just like, oh, I'll just put the baby down, just kill these people, da da da. Right, let's carry on, kind of thing. Whereas, because obviously the size of Willow and everything, it's kind of like he's got a bit more to contend with with the the big world. Like he's like, you know, he's scared of the trolls and stuff. And it's like he kind of bring that up. And it's like, when's that going to come into play? Kind of thing. You're waiting for those kind of those moments where he's kind of like, oh, this is. It's out of my comfort zone a little bit and got to deal with all these new things. He's never really left the, the Shire, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. that, isn't it? So. <laughs> exactly. And you'll never look, if you watch that movie again, you'll never look at those houses again the same way after watching that. <laughs> no, definitely not. No, we won't. Howard telling that they were all having orgies so in them that, during there must, have been a, there must have been a good, like, rap party in there, you know, at the end when they finished filming, right? Get yep. the booze flowing and yeah, God knows what else. <laughs> yep, 100%. It must have been. And so um, that would have been like the sixth thing that would have ever stuck in front of my head that I couldn't get it out <laughs> from Willow if I had to see that thing. So glad, glad that didn't make the cut to make it a PG-13 rating. Uh, yeah. So. so, John, how old were you when you first watched this film? Do you remember? Uh, I, I was born 81, so it would be seven or eight years old, something like that. Really? So, and you were, were you yeah. scared of the dogs or anything like that? Oh, was, oh yeah, super scared of those dogs. Those things would give you nightmares. <laughs> That's why I say, like, if someone says there's a barking dog over there, like, you know, is it scary as Willow? Because no, don't, don't talk to me then if it's not as uh, one of those Willow dogs. Mm-hmm. It's not that scary. No, they, I mean, so. they, they, I don't know if they were like people in costumes or something, because they, they almost ran like they were actual alive. Obviously, they weren't because obviously they're in like costume makeup. Do whatever. Dog- I think there were dogs with like um, stuff on them. Mm. Yeah, because they, they move pretty the, well. They look they, genuinely yeah. like those could exist. Yeah. Which is kind of yeah. scary. Yeah. Definitely, because yeah. It, to me, it looked yeah. like a big rat. Um. <laughs> it's another Twitter. Th- I mean, uh, um, it's another trivia thing right there. Do you guys have a Twitter or how do people find you uh, on socials other than this? Twitter? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. So I guess the uh, someone could help us find out what type of dog that was in there. You could just tweet at SP Film Viewers on on mm-hmm. Twitter or, or Instagram. So yeah. definitely a golden nugget. Or if there's any other trivia that we should know, mm-hmm. tweet up yes. SP Film yes. Viewers for sure. Definitely. But thank you so much, John, for saying to watch Willow because I would have never known either Willow or Lord of the Rings would have been copying one another. <laughs> would have never known that. Yeah. and yep. it is such a light-hearted film it's good morals it always tells you you know to kind of go where you gut it shows that somebody who is not maybe the we like an underdog don't we in the yes, uk definitely we we love a good underdog and that's what willow is he's gonna struggle for it but in the end because he works so hard his outcome is basically what he wants it to be or more mm-hmm. to be fair so i think it's one of those really enjoyable watches and for its age, it's still not aged that badly. 
No, because mm-hmm. like I say, you look at some of these these films from back in the day, and you're thinking, mm. "Oh, that's a bit ropey and stuff." But I'm, I'm actually surprised. I haven't seen this in a, a while myself, and I was kind of like, because obviously, like, come back to the Lord of Rings, but it kind of like that kind of trumps it by tenfold, really, as to like mm-hmm. with, with with things and themes and everything. But th- this did surprise me. Like, oh, well, this is actually quite enjoyable to, as a watch and just a more like a a, a truanced version down. A version of it really in terms of like the, the tones and themes and everything that's going on with it but um and and like i say it holds up pretty well in terms of effects and stuff to be fair you could you could argue be like oh this is gonna be really rubbish it was 88 and everything like that but no i was really quite shocked at how much i enjoyed re-watching this and warwick davis acting is really really good actually <laughs> um for a younger actor as well so obviously i've seen him in harry potter what else have I seen? I've seen him quite a few things, actually, to be fair. And at early stage of his career, it's a brilliant way to kind of see somebody. I love that because I think we did that with Jennifer Anderson. Mm-hmm. Was that, was that? That was Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was not the greatest film. <laughs> so to see where Warwick Davis started. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And Willow, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it's, it's primarily British cast. So obviously you have your Val Kilmers and you have that that wizard dude who's a, who's a an American dude, mm-hmm. um, but it's primarily British cast. So it's one of those that have like was like a hit over here, like right away, right across the stuff. Lord of the Rings, another one, right? Primarily British cast and uh, yeah. and just a huge hit over this place. So um, so it's it's good, um, and I'll never forget that. You know, I, I've looked since, and it looks like all those people. I mean. I've seen Warwick Davis apparently uh, became rich off of gathering a collective of dwarfs or little people or underrepresented people to become actors and things like that. And he kind of like controlled that little world and stuff like that. So I've seen a lot of these characters from Willow, which Willow was the, um, other than the Wizard of Oz, it was the, um, it's still like the second most film that uh, that has little people or dwarfs in it still to this day or something like that. And, and Warwick Davis was a big part of Mm-hmm. gathering all the troops from England that he had worked with at the, um, what is it called again? The pe- Pantomime. The, uh, <laughs> Pantomime. Definitely Pant- will be. Um, yeah. For, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's probably where it started off, wasn't it? Because you do have the kind of dwarf within the pantomime. It is known that there is always. It's part of it, yeah. Yeah. Whereas well, um, Lord of the Rings didn't use that. Lord of the Rings used regular people and just made them look small, right? Oh, so. That's right, um, yeah. But Warwick Davis has been hugely instrumental for, for little people, actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So, really. All right. So so what do we give this as a rating? Oh, so normally what we do is we let the guest, yes. <laughs> cruelly as we are, yeah. <laughs> go, first. go first. And then so, me and Paul yeah. think, hmm, how harsh do we want to be? <laughs> what did they score it? And we have a score in our head already, don't we, sometimes? Yeah. yeah. Unless it's yep. Sophie and then she wings it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so John, let's go first. So it's out of ten. So, what is a number? What is a ten for you guys? What is what's a, something that you? Well, uh, for me, per, from me personally, the the Shining is a ten from me. Okay. Yeah, so that's and the high bar for me. For me, it is Singing in the Rain. Okay. All right. Um, again, Willow. 
I mean, I, I don't know if any perfect movie, right? Because there are still things that, like I said, there's lines from Warwick Davis that just like annoy me when he says the way he says Matt Martigan and, you know, just. Yeah, you did say Paul, actually. They should have used a less. Short, short, I wish, yeah, I kind of wish he was had a shorter name, like, you know, even Mardigan would have been a fine rap. Mad, just Mad Mardigan is a bit of a long mouthful. I think it sounds so cool. And I'm annoyed that I didn't name like my dog Mad Mardigan or something. That would be the coolest name. <laughs> yeah. um, so. But uh, so I guess you can't get anything from me. At least I'm not thinking anything, Tim. But this is up to, I'm going to give this a 9.4. 9.4, Willow. Okay. That is high. That's high benchmark. <laughs> that is high. Is that due, due to watching it at such a young age as well? Do you think it's nostalgia? Yeah, it sticks with, it sticks with, it's just, again, it's a story. It sticks with me. I didn't have to rewatch it. I haven't watched it completely in probably 20 plus years or more, more than that. Wow. Right. So, but I can still name Sorsha, Migash, mm-hmm. right? All of these different things and these different scenes that um, that sticks with you. So, if a movie does that to you, it's got to be some level of of, of good because that's yeah. what, at the end of the day, especially now, there's so much stuff out there that you don't remember other stuff. So, so the, when 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 Paul and I were just I was throwing out ideas, Scott Pilgrim was my first idea that I threw out there. But the but since you guys had already done it on episode like 50 or whatever the heck that was. Um, this was like a one that just popped in my head. And I think, um, so it's gotta be high up there. I wouldn't have picked a six for this stuff, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, 9.4. 9. You would hate me if I picked like, well, I don't let me like that movie. Right. So, you know, you know, I had to pick something that I liked. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. We always want the guests to have something unless they want to absolutely rip on something that yep. they just, yeah, they'd absolutely hate. So I just talk about <laughs> it and just vent, but um, yep. yeah, yeah, no. I love the 9.4 as well. Very, very precise. Nice. What would have made it a 9.5? Not Warwick Davis uh, talking. In, yeah, Warwick Davis had a couple less annoying sounding lines. It probably goes to a 9.7, probably. If, uh, if okay. it, I love the scoring. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm going to throw you under the bus now and okay. make you go. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Um. I feel like it's going to be like, I can't really put it quite that high as you, John, unfortunately. You're looking uh, like you're breaking his heart. Yeah, I know. I don't want to be like, oh, like, this, is, this is really rubbish or anything like that. Because it's not. It's 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 definitely a benchmark of like a, a light version of Lord of the Rings, I suppose mm-hmm. you could class it as. For me, there's not a great deal of nostalgia for it, unfortunately. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's something like um, Dark Crystal or something like that or maybe even labyrinth perhaps um the gym like the jim henson company kind of stuff was stuck with me a lot more when i was younger um i kind of grew up with that my mum showed me dark crystal and it was quite um early early years and that's kind of i love that film so that but i guess kind of has that sort of like charm whimsical charm you know in a way mm. but it's the dark tones to it as well yes which this kind of has but for for a, a basic watch of a you know of a film and everything like that it's 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 serviceable but um case in, <laughs> okay cut to the chase really of it and i'm going to give it uh six. Oh my god you peck <laughs> you peck maybe six six point five i'm not sure but um all right take it six point five i want to on this i want to see the spreadsheet with a six point five yeah all right sophie sophie what do you have okay i'm a bit generous than paul i'm not gonna lie (laughs) it's just it's only just because 
the, it's sad to say that the Lord of the Rings stuff is more ingrained yes. for me. And those films will be like going on nines, tens for me. Cause I've just, again, that's something I've just yes. grown up with. That's more thing I always enjoy watching them, even though they are so long, but I was just, they they just, both, just, both, just so They much both got different needs. Yeah. Lord, Lord of the Rings 10, if, if you say you can only watch Willow or Lord of the Rings for the rest of your life, I'm picking Lord of the Rings yeah. 11 out of 10 times. They just serve different things, and yeah, in, a, yeah. in a you know a Sunday afternoon, a small a movie that's yeah, yeah. lighthearted, but yeah. has some action yeah, yeah, and all yeah. those things. I, like it fits that genre in a nice yes, way. Yeah, so there's, again, I'm not trying to sway your boat anymore. But, yeah, no, no. But, not to throw shade on it. It's not oh, this is really rubbish, I think, but it's just more just a, a, a basic enjoyment, really. Of I can't really give more. I enjoyed it I, to watch it again. It was again, it was on something I we I thought myself we would probably like this. So uh, before before you even, before you even, um, <laughs> suggested it. Actually, I was kind of looking through the other day on Disney Plus and going, hmm, so we'd probably like to see that, actually. Um, but so, yeah, I'm interested to know what okay. she's actually got as her final score. I think I would have loved to have seen it the way John has seen this. So seeing Willow first and then seeing Lord of the Rings. I think because you've seen Lord of the Rings, you've got this such high expectation and then you can kind of think that this has been copied and it hasn't, obviously, clearly for the filming perspective because obviously Willow comes first. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's one of those where if I had have not seen Lord of the Rings, I would have probably thoroughly enjoyed this so much more than comparing. Just because obviously Lord of the Rings, it's got technology, it's got the fighting in it. It's obviously, like everybody's been saying, you would probably pick Lord of the Rings over it's got Willow. More, it's got more time to develop. Also, stuff. for me... I love, and John's going to laugh at me, my favourite character is Sam Wise Ganji in Lord of the Rings. I love him to bits. He's got a heart of gold. Maybe it's because I can see Paul in him. Maybe that's what it is. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so maybe that's why he just always wants to help somebody. And I think that's just brilliant. <laughs> However, the guy in Willow, I can't even remember his name, and I know John mentioned him. Migosh. He, 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 he is similar. But he's not a Sam, if that makes sense. He doesn't seem to have that progression of Sam where he's there constantly. He actually, in the end, goes, right, okay, see you later, Willow. I'm going back home because I miss my family. <laughs> where Sam carries so on. End, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's there to the end. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So you. part of the elements of that, um, obviously, Mad Madigan is my favourite character. He is the eye candy of Willow. <laughs> Something nice to look at and best pro character progression. Mm -hmm. I can't really link him to, I think he's a more Ar standout version, maybe Aragon, but he's still, yeah. he's got a better, better character, I think, as Mad Madigan out of everybody within Lord of the Rings. He stands out the most for me. Mm -hmm. And I think he actually makes Willow more than possibly Warwick Davis does. I don't know if that's harsh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So in all, I think it's gonna be a seven point five. Seven point five. So an I'm... average score of seven point eight of all three of us. <laughs> so I'm glad that through my nine point four. You know what would, you said? What would have got to a nine point seven? Mm -hmm. Knowing that you guys rated it so low, because on the spreadsheet, I mean that would have not. Uh, throwing that up to 9.7 just so it gets over the eight on your spreadsheet because i'm sure love actually is on there and like if i saw that spreadsheet love actually is was 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 above that um you know um, i don't know i might um, start a competing podcast 
the funny thing is it definitely is because yeah. that's yeah if you if you listen to again if people haven't listened to it go listen to it oh. but that is the first film we ever watched together so that that's the big place in our hearts for that film so there's obviously that that yeah. connection deep connection there even yeah, though it was so, a bit of an awkward film to watch the first, yeah, first time, time together because there's but, a lot um, of scenes where it makes you feel a bit cringy when <laughs> you've only just started br- dating yeah br- british cringe but yeah 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 have you seen Love Actually? I don't think so. I don't think so. Please, when you have time, because I know you're so busy, at, even if we have to be with you to force you to watch Love Actually. <laughs> well, if it's awkward for you two to watch it together, what would be for oh, me? Oh, it's in fine the middle? Like, now. Right in the <laughs> middle of the couch. Would pop, pop, uh, Paul would be in the middle here of the couch. Like, come on, that'd be weird, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I will do that. I, if you have me on again, I'll watch Love Actually, and I'll, and I'll give you my take on it, and we'll go we'll go from there. But also, um, it'll be non biased, which is good because it we are definitely biased scoring on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To right. be fair, I used to not like Love Actually before I met you. Well, there, there you go. go. There you All are. Right. <laughs> Yes. Well, this has been fun. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it. I literally had to force my way into this because it is such a hot podcast to be on. And, um, <laughs> you know, but uh, now that I know, I have so much fun. I won't be shy about asking to jump on it again. And um, yeah, excited. That. I'll, be, I'll be, be waiting for that 100th episode coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't yeah, wait yeah. for that. I don't know what's to, in store uh, yet. You, <laughs> you review what you've got. 100 episode is huge. So you got to be reviewing all the cool stuff. I mean, my favorite episode of you guys i the put the scott pilgrim for sure because it's a different take on it i respect that i respect how deep you go into it and stuff like that i like the anime episode we had that girl on from japan that was a good one and then you had a dude on named mike or something like that which were good up they were pretty good episodes because those were films i'd never heard of so it was interesting to kind of understand a little bit and mm-hmm. then the scott pilgrim i know you know yeah. i heard of it yeah. so it was, uh, it was a good little mix so lots of good lots of good episodes you guys got cooking over there hopefully uh hopefully this one was uh was okay yeah no, it's right. a lot of fun to talk about this with you john really uh, good insight for especially the the og fact <laughs> so definitely yeah he wasn't expecting that Look one up. <laughs> yeah me either <laughs> hopefully the audience is okay with that stuff but the um yeah it was fun man we'll check we know your you have your little animated characters we'll do some animated stuff like there where they can find it on food fight studio and and certainly sp film viewers and things like that so um yeah so that uh we'll we'll put that into motion Mm -hmm. yeah so um in terms of we're on obviously we're on instagram as sp film viewers but you are we are you well me and you john uh, collectively as as food fight studios we are also on instagram and aren't we is it just it's food fight just food fight studios all one word isn't it yeah food fight studio yeah. with no s and yeah, the reason right. is i got the i got this i got the name food fight studios but there was like a glitch in instagram and uh-huh. so like as like pick your name food fight studios and then it was like the, the thing froze so when I went back on it, it was like that name's already taken. It's like I, I just took it. So that's 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 the insight. So it's, it's almost like a Ron Howard orgy type thing. This is like the food fight studio, not the orgy part. But the um, this is like <laughs> the, the golden nugget of why we're only food fight studio. Yeah. Uh, and it's because it was a glitch in Instagram. So there we go. That's the, that goes for our IMDb page. So mm-hmm. and in the next month or so, I don't know when the awards are. But people should be tuning in uh, for your uh, your Emmy nomination for the Y Club Jean concert at the Apollo Theater. And um, 
that's official. You're an Emmy nominated animator, so that's exciting. So yeah, that is amazing. Tune into that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Cool. And the work that you guys did on that is absolutely fantastic. It's brilliant yeah. to see everything that you do. I always am in awe because obviously I, I can't even draw a stick man. Um, <laughs> so I don't even think Paul could actually probably teach me to draw, even though you are good at it. I just, my artistic skills do not flow out of my hand or pen, <laughs> should I say. <laughs> um, but everything that you guys do in Food Bite um, Studio is brilliant it's always funny it makes you laugh it's colorful eye-catching and yeah. so definitely go and check them out they are absolutely brilliant and mm -hmm. i'm so glad you work for such an amazing company <laughs> <laughs> so do i yep good stuff love it love it you are uh, the head character designer man so um been a big part we couldn't do any of this stuff stuff without you so lots more much more cool stuff to uh, to do so excited to see this sp film viewers thing take off i remember when you said you were going to do your first episode now you're pushing 100 so good stuff guys proud yes. of you appreciate yep. it and i will uh i'll catch when the now that there's no more lockdowns and stuff i'll i'll catch you guys out there at some point yeah definitely yeah. i'd love to do that <laughs> yes thank you very all much right. John. thank you very much all right. John, all right you you pex and i'm talking to you paul twice because i would never call sophie that so uh <laughs> we'll see you guys later yeah so make sure you go and check out all our other episodes, of course, that, especially the ones we've been talking about, the Scott Pilgrim and Love Actually and stuff, over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And, of course, we are on the social media platforms of Instagram and Twitter under the handle SP underscore film viewers. So definitely um, check us out, but also check out Food Bite Studios. Um, I can't hype them up enough. Um, and I'm so grateful that John's been on our show today. And I'm so sorry it's taken this long for you to be on here. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have a Buy Me A Coffee page as well. So if you feel like you're generous and give a don donation to that our cause, that'd be very much appreciated. Or if you just want to like leave us a nice little review five stars on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That also helps us get up the ranks and get our show seen on for everybody else to see because, you know, we are approaching 100 episodes and we'd like to keep it going 100 more or maybe more. And I'm so glad that that you there you guys aren't like rating Will, the Willow podcast because you wouldn't give it five stars. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad there's no Willow podcast. And uh, and then buy the shirts, man. The shirts are very comfy. They are they're badass. So I, everybody should be buying those shirts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, represent. <laughs> so thank you very much, guys, for listening, and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.